Live from the William Hill Sportsbook at Silver 7's Hotel and Casino, it's Cofield and Company. All right, good 5 o'clock hour on the way. Make sure you listen to the archives of the show, lvsportsnetwork.com. Our uh, Reno Hour is brought to you by our friends at Battleborn Injury Lawyers. 766-1400 is the number to call Matt or Justin. If you need advice, you need help, call from anywhere in the state of Nevada. 766-1400 offices uh, here in Reno. Did I say here in Reno? Yeah, here in Henderson and Las Vegas. They do have an office in Reno. Ari is back in our Finley Toyota Studios. James is helping us out at Silver 7s. Tomorrow night, the 77-cent beer special is back at Silver 7s. Bud, Bud Light, and Michelob Ultra bottles, just 77 cents during the Vegas Golden Knights game. So much to get into. It is uh, Cinco weekend. Is this a big weekend for you? Because I know you've been lamenting the fact that, the like, like many people, that the Knights pushed their game back to Saturday. You were planning on going to Friends and Lovers. <laughs> Close. Or Lovers and Friends, yes. or what is it called? Lovers and Friends. I, I like Friends and Lovers. Still going to try to go late night, but it's going to be tough. It will be tough. God, what, the lineup is so good. What about all the sports this weekend? Who cares? UFC has a pay-per-view? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Canelo. Cejudo Sterling? Canelo is fighting. Canelo's return to Mexico? And the Kentucky Derby. That's this weekend? I mean, uh, I will be watching it, I'm sure, in the press box because it's the lead into the Golden Knights game, I believe. So I did get an offer. We, we have a uh, horse racing expert. He's got a PR person. They will reach out to us, and I, uh, I hesitated on booking the person. I think there's a lot going on. There is. What's the USC pay-per-view? Uh, Cejudo Sterling. It's a good fight. Yeah. God, Henry's annoying. <laughs> a lot of people would say Aljamain's annoying. Why? Well, I mean, a lot of people have not liked uh, the way that he first won the title. A little bit of a fluky, uh, you know, disqualification win when he was getting when he's getting crushed, and then really rubbed it in, and kind of like I'm the greatest <laughs> by taking a disqualification. Um, I, I applauded. I thought it was great. I've always liked Aljo, but. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are annoyed by him. Cejudo hasn't fought in, what, about two and three-quarter years? Yeah. Almost three years? Yeah. Okay. He's a great fighter. Very, very good. It's just, Obviously, it's uh, just the, the, um, the personality that he's chosen to go forth with in fighting. It's very, it's very promotional heavy. Um, I, I think around us, we were like, all right, bro, come on. But he doesn't take himself too seriously, which I kind of like. And so he's he, kind of joking as he's doing it. Completely, like he he's so not the gimmick, and he it's so clear that he's not. And every once in a while, he'll kind of step out of the. You know, Kobe Covington just won't step out of the gimmick, and it's right. so annoying, and right. it's obviously fake. Um, Henry Cejudo like kind of will. He'll kind of wink every once in a while, like this. This is dumb. This is not me. <laughs> so he kind of acknowledges a little bit, but yeah, his I, I get his personality is very annoying, but he's. A genuinely just nice, friendly person who decided that's not going to work in terms of selling tickets and getting title shots and things like that. So he changed it, and it's worked out for him. So your rankings, you have what? UFC, then Canelo, then Derby? Well, Canelo's fighting you. It happens in boxing. And it's also, it's his homecoming. Like, they're just fighting me. They're having a fight, you know, in his hometown. Like, there's a reason they're doing it. He's not going to lose it. So it's not really a competitive type of fight. So I, I would rate that pretty low. And the Kentucky Derby is just, if you're not there, 
Like, there, it's cool to go to a party here in town. If you, but if you're just going to sit at home and watch a sporting event, no, no. That's it. I just I don't want to sit here and bash on it's horse also racing. Thirty people, seconds. People, people like it. It's the party. That's the thing. It's yeah. the, it's the entire it's the entirety of the event that people like. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take off tomorrow and just go over to Cowabunga. Let's go to the water park. If you're, if you're talking, or do or do it Saturday. I usually do chores on Saturday, clean up a little bit. Area 15 yeah. party sounds very. The cool. Area 15 party sounds very. Um, good. But you were saying earlier, like you have to decide what to do tonight. I noticed one huge social event that's going on that you didn't you didn't include. Well, I mentioned watch a Star Wars movie or something Star Wars theme. May the fourth be with you. Or I don't know what that means. Um, my lady friends. Team the Lakers, which we could watch on delay. You can do that now. Right, but I'm saying the like the social event of the year is happening. I know you were invited. There's a dog birthday party tonight. I don't think I was invited. I never got that invite. You were on the text. Ari, that I was did on. you get it? You were on the text that I, think I was Ari on. Got, I think Ari got it. I didn't get it. You were on the text that I was on. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with that whole thing. <laughs> I looked at it briefly, and then when I saw it was a doggy party. But I looked at the guest list of who accepted the invitation. I didn't think a lot of people had accepted. Well, look today. Oh, really? It's wild. Does it mean that I don't have to speak a lot to the host? Probably. Okay. But I'm I'm going because, I mean, look, obviously we're friends, but this is a text, it's also, right? it's a very... It's a text. Let me look yeah, at it. you got an evite by text. I saw, I saw you were on yeah. there. Um, so I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't deny that it's I, wild. I didn't get invited. Like, I saw you on there. The people that are going, it's, it's pretty wild. Really? So I was like, all right, I guess I'm going. Is it a lot I of the ESPN anyway. people because they're in town for VGK? Uh, some of them are there, but I mean, like local. If there's like a local JVT's going, he accepted. Is his wife going? I believe so. It was said plus that, two. That could be a hook. I think Diego's going. You think his son is going? I think so. Interesting. I was going to start listing people. Like, if there's local media personalities, they're there. Like, you kind of have to be. It's a who's who event. Yeah, but I'm not and a, yes, I'm it's not a, a who. dog birthday party at a very fancy place, by the way. Is the dog going to be there? Here's the problem. I assume yes. I mean, I do like the the fun of using your dog to have a party. No, that's of at, course at, what at it a is. swanky restaurant. But I, also, I think that is kind of that is kind of neat. Uh, I was talking to somebody else about it if they were going today, and they said, "Wait, there's dogs allowed there?" And I said, "I don't think so. I think he's just bringing the dog anyway." But here's my biggest problem. That, is that's, that that's par for the course. The dog's birthday was in like mid-April. How's oh, that right? This is way late. This, it's not birthday month for a dog. That's a little extreme. I have that issue. And do I have to bring a gift? Hmm. Like, do I have to stop on the way? I'm leaving right from here to go. Do I have to stop on the way to get a gift? How do you recover deleted text? <laughs> what, can forward? you forward it to me? Should I forward it to you? Yeah, can you forward it to me? I think, I think someone... I think so. I think my cat stepped on my phone. I can just my, forward that you. one cat does not like dogs, and I had the file <laughs> open, and the cat—it's always the cat's fault. I can cat, just forward the cat you. deleted the invite. I can forward you the evite. Do it to me, yeah, or do it to me. Yeah, send it to me, please. <laughs> okay. Yes, please. I'm on it. You work on that. I will. You work on that. Uh, Leon Drysaddle after last night's game. If you missed the game, folks, he was awesome, but not awesome enough because the storyline of the game is Drysaddle went crazy at four goals. Meanwhile, on the other side, while the Knights have superstars, the organization is really built on depth. And 11 different players had a point, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's kind of the story of game one. Yeah, that's what, they're try that's what they were trying to build. They were trying to build yep. a deep line while 
while the Oilers and they mixed up a little bit, but they went with their you know big stars on one line last night to start. And it's that line. Anytime they're on the ice, you are terrified, and it's obvious. Like watching in the arena, you know, and it is wild how good that line is and how fast they are, and you know they're out there, and then you can take a breather. And you know, I mean, at some point, other lines are going to be dangerous, but you know, when they are out there, it is terrifying. But if you can get through that shift, you're, you're probably going to be okay. I'm going to anger. The Golden Knights are kind of opposite. I'm going to anger hockey people because this is going to sound like I don't appreciate the gas tank you need to play hockey. But I really thought it was interesting. Was it Brian Boucher was on the game with, with Shusen? And they were talking about down the stretch when they really needed a goal. Like, how much time can Dreisaitl and McDavid be out there for? And, again, it was three minutes. I'm looking at it. I'm like, the whole time? That's how much time? Yeah. But then, but then they both pointed out about probably about two minutes into the three-minute session that they were like, yeah, they have to come off. They're tired. Well, yeah, and, and, and they were also playing – they had them out there for the entirety of power plays. Like they, they were playing full two minute power. But that's plays, what they're best at. Which is why, sure. But yeah. I'm saying it's but that's not the you, norm to be out there, and it's not going to allow you to be fresh later in the game too. So oh. now you're going to be at a point where you're like, okay, how awesome was it that starting at about three minutes left, then you start getting down to two thirty, two fifteen, and you're like, all right, when is Skinner coming off? And the Knights would not let them get deep enough in the zone where they felt comfy. With Skinner, and then they got so desperate, you know, Skinner's going off, and then you're, you know, here comes the referee, like, whoa, too many men on the ice. Yeah, you're effed. That was it. Yeah, and, and I love that. And you can see it coming because you're sitting there, and he ke- he kept going, and then he'd get back in the zone, and you have to come back, and he he kept on retreat and come back and come back and retreat, and you you could see that coming. And then you told us yesterday, Eichel's not real comfortable talking about Connor McDavid. Yeah. How awesome was that at the near the end of the game? Just a little pick, and then thousand foot shot to the awesome. empty net. I don't know why I got so fired up on that. I was because because you see players try it all the time, and they're always wide. And there was like Eichel. For, I mean, it was so far out, and then right in the middle of the goal. But it was one of those you could kind of see, like as soon as he shot it, you're like, oh, oh, and, and as you're sitting in the arena, you're like, like, I think this might go, and it did. The place went crazy. And it had Fortress to, went and nuts. it obviously had enough, have enough pace on it so that nobody could get back to it, because you can't, it can't die near the end, and somebody comes back and gets it, but had pace, fired right to the middle. I think that went right to the middle of the net. It was just a, a, a great shot from all the way down the ice. Dreisaitl, who was the hero on, on that side with four goals, afterwards on the game one loss, quote, it's nothing they did. Oh, really? Yeah, I, that, oh, I was that right. I was standing there uh, when, he, when he said it. I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, he, he's talking more about like he's like, you know, did they did they take you guys out of what you want to do a structure, or was it the the guys, or was it the matchups, or what was it? And he said it was just we just didn't play well. And I, I mean, it was kind of echoed, echoed by the coach, it was echoed by other players as well. Um, they believe if they play to their game, it doesn't matter what the other team does. But um, I think yesterday you saw. The Knights had a great plan. Now, it won't be the same on the road because, you know, they can't set the matchups as much as they'd want to uh, like they do at home. But, um, yeah, you saw that they were doing it, and you saw that the Knights kind of the same way. Like, they don't play to what other teams do. They just say if we do what we want to do, other teams will have to adjust to us. And they went out and they sent their fourth line out against the starters on multiple occasions and saw it to start the second period. Said, all right, you guys are going to put your top line out there. Here's our fourth line, and then we'll have our other three lines against your other lines, and we'll succeed there. When Dreisaitl uh, gave that line about it's nothing they did, they're a good team, we know that, but nothing we can't handle or we haven't seen, uh, this is on us. 
just not you know, bringing our best game. I botched the quote there, but that's basically the quote. Um, how close were you to Dreisaitl? Were you staring at him? Uh, no. That was, I think that was a photo that was uh, when Eckholm was talking. Okay. I'm, I've actually I've tried to adopt this as my new thing when I interview people because I tend to look away a lot, and so do you. My new thing is I'm going to just look at you. It's creepy. It's not. Don't do it that. It shows that I'm paying attention. It doesn't. It does get creepy. You're right. Yeah, it's compl- I can't stop. Please don't 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 start it. Here. I've been doing it. With, I've been doing Please. it with guests. I was doing it. I did it with Darren Libinati. He was on earlier. I don't think it threw him off because he was like fired up. Just he didn't care. He soldiered through. Um, but I was trying to do it with Taffer. I think like pointed eyesight or you know locked in eyesight is like the new handshake. I can't because I'm not going to do the handshake now that we have COVID. You know, we have all that stuff, and we realize how dirty people are, and just, you know, I'm not, I, it's all fist. So it's just, just stare. You can look up. You don't have to look no, down. I, no, I'm not. So I wonder, I wonder if you, like, if you got Dreisaitl, like, I would actually love to see you when he said, because you roll your eyes a lot at me, I would love when Dreisaitl was like, it's nothing they did if you just rolled your eyes and try to get a reaction out of him. Uh, I mean, I could try just, if you want me to do it for the show. Or a little scoff, just, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that one, that one. I've done it before. <laughs> I've done it before during interviews. Dry saddle. It's nothing they did. <laughs> <laughs> scoff. The scoff and look away. Could you get them to react? Well, I could. Like, if you looked, and I know a lot of people tweeted out. A couple of people uh, texted me, and I saw at least one or two uh, tweeted out the picture last night of me in the background uh, of Ekholm when he's talking. Um, I could do it even on camera so that the camera sees it, but the player doesn't. Which would be kind of funny for the viewers at home. Yeah, I think you got to do it, man. I I uh, I like watching you with the big the big fighters in UFC. We always bring up the Brock Lesnar example. He didn't. He didn't like when I did it. You're a big guy, man. These guys are always looking down on people. Oh, you know why I thought of it? Because the guy the guy that would be tough to maintain eye contact with. Max Scherzer pitches poorly yesterday. He's got the two different color eyes. And I saw him in an interview, and he was staring at someone, and I was like, I wonder what that person is doing right now if they're locked in with him. One, he's 6'5", and the eyes are two colors. Like, can you do it? Or eventually you're like, God, he got me. Broke me. I can't. I mean, I can't. And if he's mad. I can't do it regardless. I don't care, I don't care if, un, un, under any circumstance. I can't keep eye contact for an extended period. Big news today. You know, we're all waiting in all these markets about this regional sports network thing. It, it's already started to hit baseball. You had this company that had, you know, the rights for dozens and dozens of teams. And they're like, yeah, we can't make money, so we're going to go bankrupt. And baseball's like, whoa, okay, who's going to carry the games? And so for us, in markets where you got NBA or NHL, like Vegas, you're thinking, all right, what's going to happen to AT&T Sportsnet? Is it going to exist? Who's going to run these games? So today they came down with something that's pretty interesting. And it's from a, a carrier that, like, you haven't really heard the name, but it is a carrier, if I'm correct, that has already started to um, work with the WNBA. Uh, we had heard that they were going to be part of the Pac-12 deal, but we still don't have the top end of the Pac-12 deal. Scripts. So what's going on with VGK? the spelling bee people. What's going Aren't what, they? What's going on with VGK? I think it's the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Games that are not national. ESPN Scripps Network Ion. Okay, and where 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 can we get that? I mean, I get it. I think you get it. It's on most servers. Just nobody watches it. 
Like I know it's on YouTube TV, which is what I have. Um, I believe as part of this deal, it's going to be if it's not already, it's going to be on regular over-the-air local television. And I assume it's already on Cox Cable. I've it's been supposed to be. A long time. It's supposed to be on thirteen, and then a channel thirty-four. Yeah, I thought it was thirty-four. Yeah, but it's it's a partnership with local ABC. Okay. And the president of Scripps said they're working on because you know a lot of us are cord cutters. We've saved a lot of money by doing that. Not really. But they're working on making the broadcast available for streaming services like YouTube TV or Hulu or and Hulu. Well, I get Ion. Okay. All right. Because the clock is ticking on YouTube TV. And I'm not here to promote them for free, but I am getting the Sunday ticket. And I am not missing out on the best deal. I'm their target audience. If I miss the deadline of Janu- or, um, June 6th, June 6th. I, I will be so angry. A month from Saturday. I, I haven't signed up yet. Why not? What's your holdup? You're waiting for a better deal? No. No. It's as good as it gets. But that is, anytime you get a new carrier uh, of something as important as VGK, people are going to ask, like, hey, can I get this on all platforms? And that's not always the case. Sometimes it becomes this tricky game where now all of a sudden you're cobbling together six different sources. Like, I, I don't want that. Yeah, I'm, I think you're going to be fine, especially, like, Again, I have no idea. Some games will be ABC, as you said. Like I, we get that on YouTube. I, I assume Ion is already there, so you'll get that. I know they were talking about when Ion is showing VGK games, then their national programming will switch to another channel. So if you won't miss Ion shows, which I could not tell you which one is, um, th- I think there's still a lot to be worked out in terms of this. I, I, I think regional sports networks are a massive business deal. But I also understand, like, I will just find games. <laughs> like, no, it's going to happen. So I don't, like, the, in, the wading into the details, I know it matters to people, but, like, you'll watch the games when they're on, and you'll find them, and they'll be on, and you'll check them out. Uh, I just think it's much more of a business story of how teams are going to manage this, what money they're going to be able to make from it, what revenue streams they're going to generate, do they run it themselves, all those sorts of things are going to be the really big deal that comes out of this. And let's not forget, like, this could have been a Golden Knights slash A's regional network on its own that they could have made, and maybe that's the plan down the road. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot still to be worked out, I think, in terms of how this is all going to play out. Hawaii Five O, old one or new one? MacGyver. So it's probably the old Hawaii Five O, not the, not the new one that's current. Both new. There's a new MacGyver. Mm-hmm. And the photo of the hold new, the new MacGyver looks terrible. Wait, hold on. Tell me that again. What show is it? MacGyver? MacGruber? <laughs> oh, okay. You want to just want to do the scoff. I'm practicing my scoff. 364-1100, 364-1100. Okay, you don't want to talk about it, then I'm just moving on. Uh, four, four no, pack, I, want, I want to know more programming. Four pack of tickets to reggae in the desert. It's coming out this weekend, May 6th, 11 a.m., Gates will open up. Of course, it's all about the music. Then Caribbean food, lots of drinks in the Vendor Village. Clark County Government Amphitheater. You can get your tickets at reggaeinthedesert.com. But Ari has a four-pack right now. Caller 7-364-1100. Daily happy hour from 3 to 5 p.m. Pint shots and margaritas for $2.77 at the Silver and Gold Sports Bar inside the Silver 7's Hotel and Casino. So very interesting times at the Regional Sports Network. So, again, if you missed it today at 1 o'clock... There was an announcement from Scripps Sports 
which is uh, new to the scene with sports. They're doing a WNBA game of the week on Friday nights, and now it looks like they may step up in many markets. Maybe this is it's their second deal. So maybe this is the beginning of Scripps getting into the uh, sports market to kind of close the gap on a lot of these RSNs going out. But with VGK, it's the second deal they've made, and they're going to carry the non-national games for the Vegas Golden Knights next year. When you say getting into the sports market, that's very dismissive of the spelling bee. They've been in the sports market. Did you actually look this up? Or are you, it's uh, the speaking? Scripps National Spelling Bee. It's, I don't think there's two did Scripps. You, did you look it up? Yes. Scripps well, National is, Spelling Bee. It is a sport. It is. Of course. We love it. You like to rip on the contestants. We know that. Nah, it was a little gaff 20 years ago. Let it go. So Let since, it go. Let since, it go. Since, no one told me. Since we are talking about television, though, uh, I did just see the breaking news of a new reality show. I think you're in. You're a big reality show person. Uh, we saw it yesterday with Taffer. My God. Yeah. I was I was buzzing during the interview, and then I swear to God, as I will do often after the show, for about the next three hours, I would just scream out, gee, damn it. And I'm like, why did I say that? Would you, that, was a, that was a stupid question. Like, the interview comes back to me, and I'm like, terrible. Oh, did you go watch the episode of Bar Rescue I told you to watch last night? I, I didn't. Probably I do, not, I do have not. to. And that was one of the things I was most angry about. I want to, you know what, Ari, if you can remind us, in the grab bag, I want to hit I want to hit what you wanted to talk about because that was what I was really annoyed is that I I got into what I think was a rhythm, but then I had asked some nerdy stuff, and then there was something you wanted to get to that was great. Well, I want to get to, Give me this, reality to this. Uh Will you watch a show that features celebrities trying to, quote, colonize, complete, compete, and conquer a fictitious Mars as they battle on a space station for supremacy. I got to read more on that. I got to see. The trailer is everything for me. So it's hosted by William Shatner. And he is still going. He's got to be like 90. The contestants, though. Lance Armstrong. uh, Comedian Natasha Leggero. Marshawn. uh, McLovin. What? This is wild. Uh, Adam Rippin, who's a skater. Ronda Rousey. Wow. Tom Schwartz from Vanderpump Rules. So I'm in. Richard Sherman. What? Um, it's legit. They got a good cast. Yeah. Ariel Winter from Modern, Modern Family. I mean, this is quite a quite a who's who. Well, you know, all I, all I need is a couple of people that I don't like that I can root against. And then I'm probably Rhonda? Or McLovin. It's, there's a lot to choose from. Um, I Let me tell you, Mark McMillan's show that he went off uh, in week three, that Next Level Chef, I am still watching it. It's I, super I intense. stopped after Mark I <laughs> don't like some of the contestants. And there are times the SO looks at me and she's like, well, will you calm down? I, I stopped when, uh, when Mark got eliminated. I will say. There, uh, there's been a bunch of chefs that got eliminated, not to be really mean, but I was like, good. I don't, I don't like the way you're acting. I don't like the role you're trying to play. So, yes, even like Gordon Ramsay shows, I pick people to root against. So, Marshawn in his spacesuit, but with a cowboy hat instead of an astronaut helmet is pretty funny. I think I'm in. Uh, Shatner, 92. Oh, my God. Just turned 92, March 22nd. I mean, Good for him, No man. offense, but I hope they pre-taped this. That is crazy. He may not he make can it. actually do TV still? On Mars. Uh, for folks who are looking for more information, I'm getting you over there a little bit late, but turn us off right now. And turn on 1340 and 98.9 FM. Kerry Bubolts is on with 
the VGK Insider Show. Talking o- TV o- deal? Over on 1340 and 98.9 FM. If you want to find out more, we'll probably play some uh, excerpts of that interview tomorrow. Can, can we send them over some questions to ask, including what happens if a game preempts the new MacGyver? It's a good one. I don't know if Kerry's going to know that. Might have to get someone from <laughs> he should. He should know the details. Yeah, so the new deal is Script Sports. Games will air on Channel 34, which is currently Ion. I think they're going to be rebranded. Probably Script Sports, something like that. Multi-year agreement. Locally broadcast VGK games uh, for free to residents of Nevada and then all the regions. I'm not going to go through all of them. All the regions that were very important to Bill Foley. Yeah, the, the Rocky they, Mountain region. They built up a good fan base, and that's the reason why they uh, they dropped into, what, Boise on the for tour, a preseason tour. game. Yeah, it was good. I mean, that's they're trying to be the team of the Rockies over the Avalanche, and obviously they it helps when you're more successful, and they've advanced further this year. Big announcement coming up. I'm going to say soon because I don't know the official date yet, but for us... What's one of the favorite things we do during the summer? Where have some the of summer. our greatest shows been, aside from Silver Sevens? The summer tour. Yes. How did you know? Uh, read the rundown. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to add it out there. Steve Sear, world-famous casino host, is bringing back his summer tour, which means that we get on the road to some locations that we might not, uh, might not normally be at. And if we were there with the show just kind of leering, I think we'd be kind of dubbed as creepy but because it's an event adam and i get to sit next to pools go to strip clubs i, I forgot only, about the one i would only do that for the show we were you would never i know uh i forgot about the one we did years ago at uh oyo by the way vgk insider show was there today um at oyo then hooters we did a special show and i think he did a foosball contest and he was so amped up to kick the crap out of Randy Couture. Wait, Steve Sear was amped up about something? I know, right? Steve, and, and now every time, I think Couture is going to come on our, our next stop. But we're going to have, I think, four stops during the summer. Couture will probably be back to talk about his uh, next movie coming up. But it'll be at Ellis Island on the 24th. I hope you can make it. I know you're a big UFC Octagon Girl fan. Uh, who's your favorite of all time? I'm going to say Brittany Palmer. She's going to be on the show. What? I know. It's a shocker. It's a shocker. It's almost as if I told you. But, yeah, we'll be live in the front yard over there. And I think, Steve, I don't want to make this official. I think Steve said, uh, come down. You watch the show. You get some food. You buy an entree. Uh, at least one beer is on him. And he gets very generous. You never know. You never know. So there you go. Ellis Island coming up. Steve's here. Summer tour kicks off on May 24th. And then we'll probably have stops in July, August, and September. And maybe we can give enough heads up to the staff because we're very, very deep in terms of staffers so that Ari can hang at a pool just one G damn time with us. Ari, you, I don't think you were running the show when we were at uh, the Sapphire pool, right? I think that might have been Chrissy. That was a good well, one. Oh, I was there. Oh, I was physically there. Oh, you came out? This is like, we're talking like six years, seven years ago, right? Your life as a remote tech was much better than your life. Your life is kind of miserable now. Uh, I was going to agree until you said that part. uh, We were talking about the the dating app the other day. That was your dating app, was going on the road with us. Uh, Going on the road, period. Yeah. 
Because then it became uh, the Golden Knights was a fun time. God, you, 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 he tried so many different servers at, uh, and he had one favorite server at uh, Pizza Rock. He sure worked. That, he worked that hard. Oh, he sounded enthusiastic. He's like, sure did. Oh, wow. Excuse me. All right. Uh, by the way, we got to go to break, but just to catch up on some uh, bills that we need to pay. James earlier, um, he's a good-looking guy, and I've seen it multiple times. Like we have a friend Anthony. Who, if you hang around him, and he's kind of, yeah, he's, is he your age or like a year younger? A year younger. But over the years, like we've, you know, you've known the guy for like 25 years. I've known him probably for whatever, 15. Like you see, you know who the good looking guys are because women are just like, oh, okay. And James had a lady come up and she's like, you're back. You're back. Where's my t shirt? And then she goes, she's like, uh, I'm going to go home and, and get dressed up a little bit. I'll look a little nicer. I'm going to be back a little bit later on. Did she come back? She's not back yet, but the no. show's not over, and he told her, you know, I'm, I'm off at 6. So it could be a little happy hour for James. Someone else going to have to come down and clean up the set. Sorry. James, <laughs> James has business to take care of. Live Entertainment returns to Silver 7s every Friday and Saturday from 8.30 to midnight at the Bud Light Sports Bar inside Silver 7's Hotel and Casino. Well, you sent me this invite to this media bash that you're all fired up to go to. Well, i got to think about it. Doug Kazarian from ESPN. He's a big timer. I didn't say who it was. Eh, who cares? Um, we can shout him out. It's his dog's birthday. Art. And then the uh, you said the guest list makes the party. Not no, Doug. I said I said a local media oh. who's who. If you're a me, if you're part of the media who's who, you need to go. If you're local media, who's I didn't know you were concerned with those things. I thought you were. That's why I told um, you. you but, I didn't care. A- am I? Yes. Have you, you known me to be that way? Yes. It's quite the opposite. No, that's what you you need to be involved. No. no. In the media I'm involved. Scene. I'm involved with us for these few hours a day, and then it's off to a different land. I assume that the Lakers game against my Dubs will be on. That's one of the reasons I'm going. Yeah. Well, you know, my problem for you or with you is you don't know how to behave, and you want to. You're going to want to bust chops. Although I don't think the, the significant other's that into the Lakers where she's going to get mad at you. She'll get mad at you with the Chargers. Like if you freaking ride her about the Chargers and they're not playing well, she gets pissed. Well, I'll get pissed if somebody's talking about my You're dog. not. You're not. You're not. You're not. What are you talking about? You're not. You're not. Okay? La- long-time Laker fans are much different than you. No, I suffered through the down. One of the Lakers had down years. We were the worst team in the league three years ago. For one year. Yeah. It was tough. Mm-hmm. You know what it was like going to those games? I remember the day they fired Al Adels. No, you don't. The Pascanimal, just dominating games, putting up big numbers and losing efforts. When Nate Thurman went really bald, it upset me. That's going way back. Do you want us to get Rick Barry on so you can celebrate your uh, dubdom? No, I want to. I want to go back to the the, know, the real, the real years. lean years, the real glory years. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> the tough, the tough. Times. I love that you're like I don't remember the roster from this era that I was about? that I was referencing. I want, I want to get JTA on. <laughs> be fun. USA Today had a story on the Raiders. Check that on the draft on all 32 drafts, the uh, 32 teams, and. They listed, kind of stealing this whole theme from Deadspin, uh, something to hate about all 32 drafts. Yeah. And what do they hate about the Raiders? 
uh, that they waited too long to take a defensive back. I don't hate that. No, but I mean, they're trying to find something. I mean, you can't. It's just way too easy to say you took a you took a uh, quarterback two rounds too early, or you took the wrong, why 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 or you, you took the that. wrong you took the wrong Byron Young. That that's that would be my favorite one. Okay, you could do Aiden O'Connell. You could, and I think more people would understand that one. I think it's kind of simple. You you like the defensive backs they took. Uh, I like that they went for somebody who has a specialty. Right. Like, they don't have guys that play the ball that well. And, and Corian Bennett, is a, Bennett is a guy. hawk. Yeah. But he, I mean, he can't cover anyone, but he can go. You can learn that. Knock the ball down. Uh, he, he can attack the ball at its highest point. He can, you know, challenge receivers uh, downfield when the ball is there. Uh, he's very good at playing the ball. So that's what they wanted. That's what they found. And, and I thought that was a good move. Um, in terms of if that's what you're looking for, you found it. So good, good, good on them. Now, I think the issue that you would fight back on of, of taking too long to take a corner, like with the first pick, they wanted Devin Witherspoon, he was gone. They didn't like Christian Gonzalez, neither did I. And why take a, why use that pick on a guy you didn't really like? So, Did you see a second-round pick, that sh- uh, a cornerback that should have gone in the mayor spot, whatever it would be, 35 or 38? Not necessarily. I started looking at the board then, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if there's going to be anyone they love here to play corner. Well, certainly nobody that I would have taken over Mayer. Like, I think that's a that, that was a sound pick. So I don't necessarily agree that they, you know, waited too long on a defensive back, but that's, you know, as they go through every team, they're just kind of like, all right, well, this was a need. You didn't address it. It's an easy thing to write. And that's what happens when you're, by the way, trying to write about all 32 teams where you don't have the intimate knowledge of exactly what was going on in the draft. So um, you find kind of more easy things to attack or maybe not as specific. And I think that's what they did here. Did you see any other team in this story that got just crushed that you'd want to defend or that you agreed with? Um, I mean, I thought they were, you know, in, in giving up with Houston, I think that it's been very easy for people to just give them a lot of credit for getting two very good players. Uh, but they gave up way too much. Did they mention one of the real key things that was kind of, kind of an eye-opener for me, and, and it shouldn't be surprising because of you know, where you're picking and who you're dealing with, um, the Texans, I, when's your mock draft coming out for next year? Sunday. And you're doing this. How are you going to rank the teams? Uh, reverse order of Super Bowl odds. Okay. So right now the number two pick in the draft next year will be the te- – not the Texans, the Cardinals. The Texans, if they if they hold the form that Vegas thinks and that sportsbooks believe, the Texans will still be the second worst team in football and the Cardinals will have the number two pick in the draft. Yeah. Because they that's what they gave up to go from 12 to 3. Yeah. That could be very be, costly. But it also becomes very intriguing of what they would do, right? Because they have Kyler Murray. They decided to do an extension. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Caleb Williams is the number one pick. Which brings us to a rumor that is out there. Have you seen the rumor on Kyler Murray and the Falcons? It'd be interesting. Right? Makes sense. Falcons decided not to go after Lamar Jackson. That would have cost them that money and two first-round picks. Jackson's making about the same as Kyler Murray. I could see the Cardinals going, you know what, we want from out from under this contract. We know him. Let someone else deal with him. And, yeah, the Cardinals, <laughs> Cardinals have their pick for next year, right? Yeah. So if the Texans suck, 
They the can have the, the top two. They could, the Cardinals could have the one and two with Kayla Williams on the board. Which, and which would re- almost certainly and, be. And restart the quarterback clock with a top-notch quarterback who's not making $260 million on a contract. Yeah, and which could be, by the way, Kayla Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. And on the Falcons' side, I mean, maybe it would explain why they didn't grab a quarterback and they grabbed B. John Robinson and they're going to go with Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Well, I, mean, especially I still don't if, believe they're going with him. Well. Long term. Yeah, I mean, I guess. You're going to get idea, a chance. The idea would be to tank if you're sticking with Desmond Ritter. Is that why they signed Taylor Heineke? They're like, if Ritter sucks, we'll put in Heineke, and then we're so still suck. tanking. Well, I would think if, Ritter, if Ritter's too good, then you, you go to Taylor Heineke. That's how, that's how tanking would work, I think. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you – now all of a sudden it starts to look a little better if you say, well, why are the Falcons stockpiling all these skill players with no quarterback? Well, they could trade for Kyler Murray which would change the equation, I think. I mean, I don't think Kyler Murray is on the elite level. I think he's, he can be very good, and that would make a lot of sense. I mean, he's better than Desmond Ritter. And now then, this, the, then the Cardinals would be left to take, you know, you would think, Caleb Williams. This Kyler Murray to the Falcons thing was discussed. It doesn't mean it's still alive, but it was discussed, which means that it's not dead in the water, but it was a discussion. Which, yeah, no, which also, by the way, also makes sense. I mean, I don't understand why they hired Johnny Gannon, uh, especially with the kind of person he is. He's he's a weird guy. <laughs> Did you see he didn't he didn't speak to anyone in the media during the entire draft? Like there was no availability for the freaking head coach neither, during the draft. Neither did Josh. Okay. I mean, the draft is, is about scouts. All right. The GMs and the personnel side. So unless a coach has heavy say in personnel, which McDaniels I mean the thing does. is you you guys have access to McDaniel's all the time, and this is the guy's like like first two months on the job. All right, I might be reading too much into it. Yeah, I maybe think probably. I mean, it, yeah, I think you're right. It's, it's your first draft, you would think, but also he might well, not be he might not be all well, the way versed on it. Uh, he also may have had to talk about what happened with Philly and the Cardinals. Yeah. And maybe that his mind wasn't fully on the Super Bowl. That's fair, too. I mean, that, that's that, a bad rap. That's a, bad, that's a real bad rap to talk about. Yeah, those reports are out there for sure. One other quarterback question coming out of the draft, and you we're looking ahead to next year's draft. We were just talking about the number two pick. Could be the Cardinals of the Texans below, and the Cardinals could stink as well, and you know they could have the one and two pick. Is Ryan Tannehill going to be available in August to a team that has some sort of quarterback issue? And if that's the case, will the Titans go with the cerebral hard worker over the flashy athlete with the big arm? So will Malik Willis get the job over the description of the latter, Will Levis? I like what you're doing there. Uh, But is Ryan Tannehill available in August? Ryan Tannehill is available now. If a team wanted him, they could have had him already. So, I mean, somebody might wait and see if there's an injury or something like that, but he's there for the taking. My question's also flawed. Uh, Willis, if if nothing happens during the summer, will be healthy. We don't know that Levis is going to be healthy, which is also a reason that Tannehill may not be available, depending on Will Levis' is, what was it, his toe? Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, mean, I think I, – I don't think the Titans have any, you know, perceptions of winning – I think Derrick Henry's available, too. Really? Yeah. You don't think they're going to uh, try to make one last run? No. I mean, the window's closed. 
funny thing is in that division, what's 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 closing the window? Well, if you can't get to nine wins, you're screwed. I mean, I think like you could be a very average team. I think and Jacksonville's going to be pretty good. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen their win total. You're going to bet over. If it's nine it's and a half, probably going to be nine and a half. You're going to bet over. I mean, nine nine wins in that division is good. I don't think the I'm Titans asking can, you, are you going to bet over on the Titans? Guy? Probably can't win more than six. And oh, really? Yeah. The, I think. I mean, the Colts. I think Anthony Richardson could be great. I don't know if it's going to be right away. So I mean, I don't really see any other uh, nine wins easily wins the division. Coming up next, we're going to talk about uh, Mark Davis, hero to female sports. Come hang with Cofield and Company at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside TI. Free parking, great food and drink specials, and giveaways. Every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside TI. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Closing things out here at Silver 7's. Come on down. Great spot to watch all the sporting action today, which, of course, a big game tonight, Lakers and the Warriors. Are you going to bet this? No, too emotionally invested. I'm uh, absolutely laying the points with the Warriors. Blowout today. Zigzag. A little worried about. Just like yesterday. Easiest, one of the easiest bets all year, Celtics Lo- and Sixers. Looney's feeling sick. I'm not overly confident. He is but feeling I, sick. Yeah. Notice like that. It. I don't like it. In the bag. Although I did, forget, there, I, did, I did forget to mention that uh, they have two bars here to watch the games at. One right near the William Hill Race and Sportsbook. I got excited. I got excited. But uh, come on down for the hockey games. Well, for the VGK playoff games, 77-cent beers. Bud, Bud Light, and McUltra, Flamingo and Paradise. It's Silver 7s. Decision time for the, you know, the. there's still pretty good transfers out there in the world of college basketball. Hunter Dickinson kind of drag this thing out. Screw that guy. Uh, leaving Michigan. So we know Adam is a Michigan man. Kind of. Michigan fan. He got courted by pretty much all the uh, the big schools. Yeah, why wouldn't he? The, one of the best transfers to come out in a while. And I'm not a fan of uh, 7'250 guys who can't defend on a perimeter. Well, fortunately for you, Rutgers didn't get him. They didn't. You're right. You're right. Kansas, I would, I would, you had to settle for Kansas. I would, I, well, I didn't say that part. Um, yeah, Kansas is loading up. So he yeah, he picked Kansas over Kentucky, over some other big programs, over Maryland. I heard Doug Gottlieb earlier today because I listen to Fox Sports Las Vegas all the time, our, our sister station, and he was saying it just would have been wrong to go from Michigan to, say, Maryland. Like, why? Okay. I don't understand that. It's way, it's, I mean, it's transferring way down. It's like going down to, from FBS to FCS. Michigan to Maryland? Yeah. I think you're joking on that one. Trash program. I think you're joking on that one. Not. With Juwan Howard, Michigan is way ahead of Maryland? No. Yeah, touche. There you go. Back in there. Campus-wise. Stick your hand in there, Dave. As somebody who lived in both Ann Arbor and College Park. Did you go to – were you ever on campus? It's a nice campus. Where, at Maryland? Yeah. I mean, we used to go to – we used to go see Walt Williams play all the time. I didn't – I don't remember you saying that. Okay. Yeah. It's nice. It stinks. What was the name of the arena? Named after me? Stupid tur- – it's Comcast Center now. Well, the old arena. Uh, it's the Cofield House. It, no, no. It was Cole Field House. Yeah, Cole Field House, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. I threw it out there. I tried. I tried. Colefield. I actually visited there. That was one of my offers coming out. Going? That was one of my offers. So we went, we went down to visit Maryland. Why? I don't know. Why not? <laughs> it's a fine, fine institution. It's not Michigan, but, yeah. It's not even close. Yeah. Back in there. I can't get off this. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Stupid turtle. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Have you been watching the Draymond Green podcast? 
occasionally. I thought this was a good bite from Candace Parker with Dr. Dre. Good job by Mark Davis. We'll uh, we'll get to that Candace Parker bite again tomorrow. We'll see you on Friday.